0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. I am your host, Professor Jeremy Vilmer, and I'm recovering from my booster shot, so forgive me if my voice comes and goes. Joining us now, the always chipper and upbeat, Arn Anderson's favorite <laughs> enhancement talent, <laughs> Double B, Bobby Blaze. What's happening, Bobby?
1: Seasons effing greetings. That's what's happening, man. Seasons effing greetings, you know? Um just uh, holidays are upon us, as everyone knows. So, uh, Merry New Year and Happy Christmas to you and all yours. And anything else that you celebrate, you know, uh, as a wrestling fan or a fan of this podcast, we appreciate you tuning in. Mm-hmm. the um, The season's greetings, just uh, real briefly. Um, man, when I was younger and I was little, my about second, third grade and stuff, my grandmother would send you know a card to us. And it say Seasons Greetings. And that's when I first became aware. Of I, I, I was, you know, just a young kid. And I said, well, you know, people say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And I, what the hell, Seasons Greetings? And my mom was like, you know, it's like Happy Holidays or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't like it. So I, <laughs> at a young age, I started hating Seasons Greetings. Um, I do get it, though. And uh, I say that because um, – I truly mean it. I, you know, Caesar's greetings to everyone, of course. But also, I have that little ebook out there um, that's available on Amazon. It's just a little uh, two ninety nine download. Uh, it, Amazon sets the price on that. That's the lowest I can sell it for um, because of the length and 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 the way it's set up. That's just the way they're. Uh, the deal works but it's a fun little christmas story about my best christmas over about my brother and my um, cousin and one of my aunts taking us to uh, from ashland and Painesville area here in kentucky to the big city of baltimore maryland for a christmas shopping spree that just turns out to be really fun humorous little story and the reason i bring it up jeremy i know you shouted them out last week i'm gonna shout out to uh, Cow dog, I guess. Yeah. Damn, that took me by surprise. Uh, and I'm going to shout out to Robin Slim because uh, uh, I was on their show last, just past Wednesday. Uh, it'll be available on YouTube. Just go and look at it. I actually caught your version, by the way, when you was on. The episode, rather, version, you know. Um, we was we have been guests on that show throughout the last three or four years now. and They've been really good to us, and I guess they're winding things down. But they do what uh two shows a week i guess for like four hour shows uh, yeah and, way more
0: than i could ever contemplate yeah, doing yeah. yeah
1: a lot and they've been hard at it for i think they said seven years so robin slim if you're tuning in this week uh thanks for uh, uh all the all the guests you've had and also the appearances that you've uh, let the professor and myself come on and um i think you said it last week uh you you've got that half an hour spot, and you might follow a porn actress or a, a actor from the seventies or a, a a TV reporter or I mean it could be yeah uh, they had sex operators on her, sex uh, it, phone yeah, operators literally anything.
0: anybody could be yeah. on there yeah I mean um, yeah. I know that Geekish Cast and them would had a lot of the same guests at different points um, cool but they definitely had a you no know, Geekish Cast was all comics movies TV. Yeah. Um, but see, they, they go outside of that. it's just a really interesting and wide field of people they would talk to. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, now that, um, now that I have warmed up to them, cause again, I, I had a shitty impression of them at first that I was wrong about. Um, I'm sad to see them go.
1: Yeah, I am too. Yeah. The, um, uh, the one, the one segment I was on, this has been a couple years back, uh, you know how you sometimes call in and you you can get through sooner and you, you're actually listening to the other person talk. You're not you're you're, you're muted, but you can hear it still hear the yeah, broadcast. Yeah. You know, and um, man, it was a uh, it was a chick that was uh, oh she, she's like close to my age, but she was a cheerleader in um, uh, Fast Time of Ridgemont High, and she only done like two movies, and that was one of them when she's like 16 years old. You know. And uh, just a young girl and tried out to get a cheerleading spot. On, on, and she wasn't it wasn't a big role or anything. But she's in, a, you know. If you watch it, nowhere where to watch out, How cool is that? I've seen that movie so many times, you know. But I'm just listening to this chick tell her story, you know. And I think she's in LA real estate and stuff now. And then she was in another movie. But it's just you know, you get a person like that, and you're like, damn, that's pretty cool, man. You know, um, her little claim to fame there. You know. But uh, anyway, Robin Slim, best best of luck to you guys. I appreciate it. Jeremy, also, I got to give a shout out to Aaron Snyder at the uh, Daily Independent, the hometown paper here in Ashland, Kentucky. Uh, he came over and did some interviews, and they, they had a photographer with them, uh, Aaron, uh, first class reporter on local sports scene around here. Uh, Brocks Boulder made the connection, hey, we've been over here for one, eight, one year, you want to do a follow-up story on you know how, how well the school's doing, and uh, they did. They said the article will be out before Christmas, and um, so he did a thing when the FTC Art of Grappling School, and lo and behold, yesterday on the front page. Let me tell you, um, they that's the article made the front page of the Ashland Daily, what a Daily Independent now, but uh, big color photos. Jeremy, um, yes, I'm on one of those photos, sitting there watching uh, someone execute a slam. You know. Um, uh, but the big big picture, man, that will catch your eye, because uh, I'm I'm like the second picture down, and I'm right on a fold, so you' gonna see me sitting on a turnbuckle, you know, just observing, you know, two students working. Um, but there is the show pony, Reese Ramon, dude. She's up in the air, and she does this thing where she does a split. Okay. And she's got um, the opponent, she's dropping her leg right across the, the, the back of the head, kind of like the um, uh, Booker T's uh, axe kick, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But when she does this, she's got her, she picks her leg up over her head, puts it on the opponent's back, and drops down with them and lands in a split. It's very unique, but the person that took the picture... Um, the, the photographer i don't know his name it's uh, in the papers in, in my car actually but it's a really good shot because it looks so athletic you know and um it's a really nice article uh they got her names wrong i found out a couple of things about myself this week jeremy i don't know if you oh. caught my name on the um on cornet's podcast um virgil i guess the meat sauce king the uh uh Red Stick, uh, man, you know. So I guess he's got this Instagram page, and he's just talking all kinds of smack to Cornette. But last week, um, he he claimed to have trained Bobby Blaze. And and Cornette said, Bobby Blaze, he's family. Well, that made me pop right there. But apparently, he went down through a list of like four people from Kentucky that have been wrestlers and uh, claimed to train them. Um, uh, Cornette knew the other – I can't think of the other three. One of them was a the lady that worked years ago and passed away, I mean, like, oh, way back when, you know. So, uh, I, so I realize now I've been trained by Virgil. I told the students at the autograph the other day, I'm sorry to deceive them, that um, I've been telling them, you know, Professor Boris Malenko and, and Dean Malenko trained me, but all this time it's it's been Virgil. Um, old Mike Jones, you know, from Pittsburgh, but that's the way it goes. And also, in the article... Even though he got my name right in the article, each of the pictures, um, I'm now Billy Blaze. <laughs> so I've been telling everyone for years I'm Bobby Blaze, but I'm, I'm Billy Blaze, and I've been trained by Virgil or Vincent, oh, you know. Man, so you, there's you my are, claim. <laughs>
0: you are getting a new intro on the show starting next year. I can tell you that right now. Oh yeah! My goodness. Uh,
1: Virgil's, uh, you know, best, uh, maybe worst student training. I don't know, but uh, yeah, and Billy, you know, it's yeah. the funny thing is the people that's messed my name up in the past, um, it it it, it it's Billy. Um, I, you know, I did this little thing with uh, Ernest Miller on TV, and and uh, I'd, I'd already. Did a, a TV show or shoot a, a show with him and Pez he told him, just just follow Bobby. He that's what he's here for, you know. And and you know, Ernest was a karate guy and this and that. And but um he's like, All right, Billy Blaze, all right, Billy Blaze. <laughs> he got to ring the second time and he said, Billy Blaze, when I turn my when I turn around, you better be gone or you know, I'm gonna do, throw some karate on you or something. But then um, I've had people in the street say, I, I know you, you're that Billy Blaze guy. I'm like, yeah, kind of, you know, so I, I, why do they go to that one? I mean, it's obvious because of the be, B, I guess, but uh, I, I guess about I that legally changed or, or whatever. But um, all right, so <laughs> I'm just going to say this for holiday season two. Um, I got a couple of stories down here as we go on about Christmas chaos, but um, something makes me happy, Jeremy, believe it or not. And I spoke to a couple of students last night and a couple of friends of mine. Um, they had Nate Bush's uh, memorial show up there in um, hearts, Virginia, the uh, local channel 13. I think WWK did a little special on it the other day on the news. Oh, I did see that
0: Tim, Tim linked to that. Yeah. Video, Tim yeah. put
1: that up there. Yeah. Um, so I guess that went off pretty good. Um, but you know, I knew a couple people involved in that show and then I had a couple other students I know were working in Tennessee Um, and so it's just, uh, uh, to know what some of these people, you know, uh, I know a couple people went down and worked Ohio Valley, uh, Thursday night TV. It's just, that does me good to see that I can be a small part of their success that, that, you know, I'm, I'm helping the students or helping other professional wrestlers, you know, achieve their goals. And man, that, that, that's what gives me, keeps me with the fresh, um, a fresh look into professional wrestling. Um, and you've got a list up here. That's really looking good to me too. Cause that, that, some of those wishes that, you know, you just want these, um, um, as I said here, just so you know, uh, if, if wishes with horses beggars would ride right. well we're not begging and we're, we're just we're just having a wish list though and um i just wish continued success to the the art of grappling school ftc um and all the students former and current uh keep staying booked to keep getting your hustle on man and, and just keep improving because um, you know to me it's just a one big long ride i mean who would have thought honestly um i'm sitting here and I'm on a front page in a fucking newspaper, you know, at my age. And Malink used to say, nothing older than yesterday's newspaper, Bobby. You know, well, that's kind of true. But it's also a good feeling that, you know, that uh, that the paper come out and, and, and done something that we feel like we're doing something very proud. And also that it's... Um, a uh, couple people sent me texts and stuff. It's good that wrestling seems to be coming back around in this area. You know, I've you know I've talked about some of shows and some of the guests we've had and stuff. You know, it's it's uh, within a within a four hour radius. I mean, there's a shitload of shows that going around here, man. And most of them are pretty good shows. I will say that. There's a couple that, eh, you know, you won't find Jock or any of the students working on probably. But uh, yeah. they're, But they're, but you know, they're sketchy at best. But most of them, man, run pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good wrestling shows, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of that, and I'm happy for the people get out there and keep living your dream, man.
0: Oh, yeah. And, look, there's always going to be uh, a couple couple questionable places out there. Oh, you know? yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But everybody's got a dream, and people perform to the level they can, and, hey, you know, yeah. there, there you go. Um, yeah. So, Bobby, are you you new one of the Melankos? Is that what I'm supposed to take from that quote? Is that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard of. Um, I, think, I think I saw Dean's picture in front of a phone magazine, '97 Wrestler of the Year or oh, something. Shit. You know, no, I practically lived there, you know, um, rented a room. And yeah, um, that's just kind of crazy. Oh, uh, and, and whoever's running that account, I guess, now has got Cornel's attention because they're reading off of it about every week, something. And it just gets more and more bizarre, the stuff that um, the don't guy's feed, Don't he, feed
0: the trolls.
1: That's pretty much, but here's the thing from my understanding. Uh, they checked that it has a blue check mark uh, on Instagram, so I'm not sure what the whole you know certification is or qualifications are on that, but um, it's kind of one of those things is is what they said the other day. Now, I can't remember when I listened to it the other day, uh, some of the stuff that that you know he was saying, but it's almost like uh, they said it's like the chic, yeah. you know, Virgil's uh, probably not doing this. Maybe he'll say something, and then someone, you know, publicity wise is putting this out there. Uh, someone's behind the voice, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it, it's just one of that's what this account on Instagram apparently has turned into. It's just a, a, kind of like a parody, but, it, but it's, you know, it has got verification on it. But it's so. somewhat official. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, um, I know you got a. Um, uh, a top five wish list for pro wrestling just just coming up, and we got some other things we can talk about. But um, you just let me know when you want me to talk about uh, Christmas chaos, and uh, in the meantime, won't you lead us off with sure. like one of your Christmas wishes? And what we'll kind of talk about those? I think this is pretty awesome what you put up there.
0: Yeah, um, you know what's funny is like you're doing the you being called Billy Blaze in the paper in the you know the photography. I was trying yeah. to decide the other day if you had had to. If you had gone to work for Vince McMahon in the 90s, what your name and gimmick would have been? Because there's no way in hell he would have left you as Bobby Blaze.
1: No. And Well, the TV jobs were Bobby Smedley, and, and as uh, Bobby Heenan said, how would you like to go through life with that moniker? You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm an anchor, you know. <laughs> so I, I
0: was trying to decide, and I was thinking you'd be a Billy something, but I never got to what the last part was. But I decided to have something to do with fire, and you'd be some kind of like furnace worker or something. Okay. <laughs> like a stationary engineer or something. You know? <laughs> oh, uh, man. Okay. So um, last night, when I was still trying to decide on a the theme for the show, um, I kind of hit upon this idea of my top five Christmas wishes for wrestling next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are going to go uh, read down this list here. And see what we end up with, and you can comment on it as you like. Okay. So my number my my number five, and I'm not, this is actually going to be reverse order from what's listed on the page here, so okay. bear with me. I hope that the NWA hits a lucky streak and really grows in popularity this coming year.
1: Um, I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my number one hope. Because, uh, like, you know, I've been talking to a couple people, with ROH closing, where do the Briscoes go? And their natural place to go would be the NWA. I mean, when you really think about their style and their, and their look and everything, they'd be a perfect fit for the NWA. But yeah. the NWA probably can't afford the Briscoes.
1: Um, you know I've so, seen them cut some promos this week, man. They they're they're hot right now. They're mm-hmm. hot, man. They're, I guess um, yeah, I. I I'm not sure, but I would love... I, I do know this. February, uh, the weekend of the 12th, if I'm not mistaken, That that's when... It could be the 11th, 12th, 13th. I'm not sure how long... They're doing, but they're going back into Atlanta and doing TV tapings again. So I know they're, you know, they done these, what, two weeks ago, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And they that's I guess they done eight or ten weeks out of it. So I, if I'm not mistaken, they're doing another set in February uh, the 12th, that weekend of the 12th. Um, so... What what about the? um You don't think the Briscoes will go to AEW? Um,
0: um,
1: you know, I just so I'm just saying before February twelfth, if there was a chance they go to NWA. Um, on,
0: honestly, just just us talking, just us yeah. talking, and not worrying about the political correctness police or or the right, anti political. Right. I think they're fucking leaning. On, they leaned on the Confederate flag so hard for so long. I think they're a hard fit for AEW. Okay. Um, you know, AEW is a little, little younger crowd, a little more woke, and you, you, know, you'd have a bunch of shit showing up with them with that Confederate flag. I just don't see them as a great fit. Is the problem? I think not that it's problematic, but you know, look, I won't even own a Leonard Skinner t-shirt anymore because of the Confederate flag.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, what about a program FTR that they're calling each other out? Is that um, that will be a thing where Tony Khan or AEW says, you know, look, go, go, take this match wherever. Um, or does he say, well, let's bring them in for one night? Or, do, you know, you're saying they're not a good fit and they, and they signed a multi-year contract. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I can see him working NWA. But um, well, no disrespecting when NWA, who's, who's going to keep up them boys? You know? Well, that's just it. They could be like <laughs> a soup.
0: Look, NWA is pushing their tag team uh, division right now. Um, you know, uh, Nick Aldis just reteamed with Doug Williams. Mm. Um, so, and, you know, they've got the, um, oh, they got two luchadors who are their tag champs right now. Uh, they got a couple other things going on. The, the, uh, it Hawks area. It's the father son tag team. Yeah. Both, yeah. Yeah. Both like legit okay. wrestlers. Um, so they've got some, some legit tag team action going. Um, yeah. you know, and I just, but you're right. Like, I think you throw them in there and then you've got like the, the number one tag team, you know, you can always push them. And I
1: don't think in the NWA,
0: I don't think the history of having the Confederate flag hanging around you so much would be an issue. Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to push it. it It's just,
0: it's just one of those things that like, to me, just coming at it from like a corporate standpoint, I could see where somebody would be like, "Uh," you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of one of those things that something happens 20 years ago to come back and bite you on the ass. Uh, but that's just what their gimmick is, mm-hmm. was or is. And you have to wonder, you know, it, it, that, I don't know, man, how big of an issue that would be, you know. Um, but like you said, it, it, it may be because we're there on a, you know, grander scale. Um, and like you said, more woke people. Uh, some probably some people probably out there wouldn't like them. And, and the thing about them is um, they look like grown ass men that can whip people's ass. Oh because yeah. they can. You know, yeah. and um, that's I think that was the that was the hard sell to the WWE, from my understanding, after their tryouts was uh, you know they're just not they're not fit for those cameras. You know. Oh no, um, it's I, I can see just that. That's not the appeal that you know.
0: But again, look, Trevor Murdoch is the right. NWA world champion.
1: You know, and I yeah. fuck, imagine yeah. the
0: shit that Vince McMahon said about him. You know, uh, like as far as right. like camera time right. and okay. this, that, and the other. Um, I just think, like, the Briscoes, I think, would be a great fit for the NWA if the NWA could bring their game, you know, up to the yeah. level. Um,
1: well, more back to your uh, yeah. NWA hitting a late, lucky streak. Um, I I would really... I think, as you and I was following it, um, and I know a few of our fans were as well. I think you would went over watching with your brother, and I was at six oh five on Tuesday when it was coming on uh, YouTube at the time. I was really looking forward to that time, and I, you know, prior to that COVID coming, it was just one of those things. I think they were really gaining a lot of momentum, you know. So what we need now is is they've done these tapings two weeks ago or so, and uh, the pay per view. Again, uh, I'm sure they've got other stuff. You know, maybe some house shows, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't, I'm sure of. I do know that they're doing that. You know, they do have more tapings coming up after the new year. Maybe they can get that momentum going to make that lucky streak happen. You know. Yeah. If things keep going good.
0: Well, you know, they got a new YouTube show yeah. coming up, um, which I think you know it's gonna it's gonna make it easier for people to watch. And that that can only help. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I also like this idea that they're going to start segmenting out the titles like this show on YouTube. The national title is going to be the big title. That's going to be like your okay. your, your overall show goal. I just hope they get a better yeah. looking belt. Jesus Christ. But you know what? That's, that's for a different time. Let's move on to my number yeah. four. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, number four, I hope that ROH, I I wish, I wish, I guess, that ROH weathers the storm and becomes a strong third-place company. I'd like to see them get back on their feet, figure out where they're headed, get their roster under control, and then outpace TNA and whoever else is hanging around. And I guess GCW these days, outpace everybody else and become a strong, viable third party, you know, in this
1: whole thing. okay.
0: Um, they've always been great at picking indie darlings and this, that, and the other. And look, they fed NXT for five or six years.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And um, Sinclair, the broadcast company that owns them, they're going to start making some shit ton of money in advertising in the next couple of years here because we're going into the 2022 elections. They're a decidedly conservative company and they're running in a... in a, a, There's a Democratic president and Congress. And they're going to be raking in cash from these conservative groups and everything else. This this is the time to do it, guys. This is the time if you if you really want to support your wrestling company, start looking at some of that advertising re- revenue and figure out where you can put it.
1: What's the uh, plan right now? Is that going to be like March or April? Was it, was that their startup again? Yeah, I think laid was, everyone off till April.
0: I think it was March, and I think what they're planning on doing okay. is coming back without contracts, which. You know, I mean, I, I'd like to see that, but the problem is it doesn't work if you're the only guy doing it. If you're the only guy not signing long term contracts with people, then all you're doing is kind of putting yourself in a position where your world champion gets signed by somebody else.
1: Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, well, if the payoff's worth it and you are an independent contractor, mm-hmm. um, it would be a nightly deal, I guess, or a weekly deal, or however they would do it. It wouldn't necessarily be, you know, a one year contractor per se. But it makes me wonder if they don't have at least a, um, add some kind of a, a 90 day clause in there, like most of them have, like when you finish up with WWE. Sure, like you, a no compete or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No compete. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you do one of those, um, it, it just, just, uh, situational here. Say you go on Ring of Honor, um, and you've you've got that say weekend of bookings, uh, you know maybe Friday Saturday Sunday or or maybe they do a full you know week of bookings. I would really do it. The um, you're on there. Some of it's going to be on tape, obviously, and then you show up at AEW or WWE, SmackDown or or, or wherever. You know, just saying. Um, you got one tape of you out there airing, and since you didn't sign a contract, you know um, there you are working for another company. Could be up in the same week, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's just dark matches or house shows, that would be good because you're getting a lot of work. But I don't see how that works to Ring of Honor's advantage if if you if if you're showcasing them on your program, then the very next night or next week they're on another program. Yeah, you know. Well, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: reflect this back towards indie guys, and you know, probably use Jock Samson as an example. But I kind of like this thing that. AEW, ROH, NWA, and all these guys have going where somebody can kind of go and work here and work there. Yeah. Look, Mickey James shows up on the NWA with the uh, TNA, uh, not TNA, what do they call it, like, Impact Women's title now. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea of guys being able to work different places and have, say, like you yeah, have a guy like Jock who's carrying three or four belts around from different companies right now, right? Looks, It looks kind of legit, like you, you go and work at different promotions, and you're the best at three of them. Yeah. You know? And you figure, it's you know, say like a guy shows up, shows up to an AEW match. He's not a regular guy there, but he's been pulled in for something, and he's got title belts from two other places with him. It just makes a guy seem a little more legit. And I kind of like this idea of people not being stuck in one place, you know? Yeah. It's just okay. like a pro, a pro boxing. We considered the heavyweight champion to be like the top dog when he's got three fucking world title belts, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I guess what I was thinking back on something was didn't, wasn't it did Rick Rude that, um, was on like back to back shows on yes. one night on, um, Raw? He into, was like take- the very next night. That well, no, taped. he was
0: he was taped he was uh, yes. taped appearance on Raw at the same time he was right. live
1: on WCW. Yeah, I was just going back to that moment. I guess that's what I was kind of getting at I, because I remember another incident where Road Dog, he was doing uh, some TV for Atlanta and Brian James, and um, the next thing you know, he was in New York, and those tapes that was worldwide tapings, it had like in uh, him and Arn on a Saturday morning or a Sunday afternoon, whatever it was when they, you know they had already taped that and he was already coming out in New York at that time with, with, with the different gimmick. You know, I thought, oh, how cool is that man? Cause he was just, you know, Brian James on uh work with Arn, putting Arn over in a three minute match or whatever it was. But then he's in New York, you know, starting to get a push as the road dog, you know, like that's cool. Um, yeah. But that so that does happen. And, and yeah. I, uh, so I can see it happening more though. Like you're saying, I, I just don't know if that's too, um, Save money over the course of a year or two, or is it because they just want them, you know, want them, want the guys to be free to wrestle for other companies? Maybe that's part of their agenda. Here, you can come in for a week or two, however long they do the tapings for, order house shows for, make you a decent payoff, be seen. But you also look—we're not going to keep you here by contract. So if you want to go to AEW or work for someone else that's not, you know, do what you want to do. Um, maybe they got enough confidence that their work wrestlers will be um over and good enough to make the right decisions that they're not on ring of honor getting a strong push and then next night they're doing the job on raw you know what i'm saying yeah, i don't yeah. know just just throwing that out there too
0: oh no look uh, there's there's an there's an upside and a downside but what yeah. i'm hoping for Look, um, there's enough enough wrestlers are out of work right now that the AEW can't hire everybody that the WWE right. gets rid of, and there's a lot of talent out there that needs to go somewhere. Some yeah. are gonna be a good fit for the NWA, some are gonna be a good fit for Impact, some are gonna figure out how to work the indies, just like John Morrison and uh, Cody Rhodes did at one point. <laughs> but people need another place to go besides just there, you know? Yeah, we yeah. We, we need a good. I think I think even. Um, O'Brien over on uh, Jim Cornette shows has been talking about, you know, there needs to be another alternative to the alternatives now. And now we've yeah. got so many goddamn alternatives, but we need some that are well-funded is really right.
1: Saying. I got you. So that's going to be a ring of honor. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that's my, okay. Cowdog agrees too. Yes. So yeah. she's a big fan of that indie style, you know, there you go. Yeah. Number three, this yes. one, um, Lay it on
0: me. All right, number three is Natalia Markova needs a lot more screen time. I hope to see her more often in more places. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bobby, I don't normally have a thing for Russian chicks, but this particular one—holy smokes! I don't, I don't well, know what
1: it is. She is a, um, she's one of these people that um has a beautiful heart also as well as being a beautiful uh person mm-hmm. I-, I met her you know back in last july was on a show and we just hit it off really nice professionally and um uh personally just like just too, we talked about some places that we had been to in japan and she had been in england and um <clears throat> where she was living at now is not too far from where i lived at when i lived in florida and um we just struck up a general, you know, good conversation and corresponded some, and um, you know, a couple of weeks ago I had to travel out of town, so I didn't get to do the whole NWA experience like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I did catch her uh, segments, and I was like, "Man, this!" Is, i was so happy for her. And um, believe it or not, and and I'm not not just saying this, just kind of, I'm not the only person because I. I I know that FTC tried to get a hold over four for the February shows, and that's how we knew they were doing tapings uh, uh, the week we're doing a show, which I'll get to later on. But uh, on that Sunday evening, after you and I tried to tape uh, that one day, believe it or not, her message popped back up to me, DM, you know, like, thank you, I, I appreciate the encouragement. She's just a really uh, talented athlete, and like I said, she's got a, a beautiful soul inside of her, man. And um, I think she deserves because she works hard, um, you know, you can tell that by her body, and you oh, see her in yeah. the gym all the time. Uh, she really smooth in a ring uh, uh, with her with the movement she does. Um, I was mentioning a show pony doing that big split kick. Um, uh, Natalia does this thing where she puts him in a corner and does this really big swing, nice kick. It's it's really awesome looking, and um, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that would. Uh, Love to see her get a lot more screen time, and I think she will. I think she's a rising star, man. Um, she caught a break, and I hope she makes the most of it.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, I guess it's really up to her to kind of ride out the wave and not fuck anything up. But yeah, you know, look, she's, yeah. she's good in the range, real easy on the eyes. Um, her accent is not undecipherable, she's clear when she speaks. Um, you know, so it's just a lot of she's got a lot of the right stuff in the right place. She's not just a pretty face, she is good in the ring. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to see more of her and a more successful her out there.
1: Yeah, I I like that too. I think that I I really would like to see that for her, man. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh yeah. that you put that on there.
0: Yeah, not only that, she's got a body you could bend iron bars are. So that's
1: uh, <laughs> well she's a fitness model, you know. Well, you she you'd have to modeling, be, yeah. Yeah, she does fitness smaller and wrestling. In fact, she showed me a, a a couple covers there um that she had just uh they they ran it together it was a, a fitness uh wrestling magazine, well, a fitness magazine but involved her being a wrestling wrestler on top of fitness model. It's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Um to uh to see that. And um yeah, she she just um seems like she's a genuine person down to earth and and works hard to, to to try to do what she's doing you know and that's that's why i saw about earlier seeing some of these young people out there um living her dream man that, that's what you gotta do is get out there and put your hustle on and um you know make the most of the body you have make the most of the looks you have make the most of the training you have you know those things are all ingredients that 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 make you Make you get a chance, or give you the opportunity to get the chance to get that screen time. You know, yeah. at least you got eyes on you. You know, people are seeing you. Yep. Um, so, and a lot of people saw that weekend, man. Oh yeah. You
0: well, know. you know, I think I think one of the things I'm I'm kind of interested in, and I think you and I, this is probably one of the first conversations we had, um, was the parallels I can draw between, say, like uh, a working actor, like a guy who has to get out there and take every commercial he can get. Um, an artist uh, who's trying to make a living doing comics and other stuff, just how much hustle and self promotion that a pro wrestler, just like every other artist and, and working person, would have to do. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, just it's with the pro wrestler, it, it's so much of it becomes personality packaging. Like mm-hmm. you, you got to lean into your look, your style. Everything has to match. You have to be consistent, and you don't fucking go on Twitter and break kayfabe. Okay, I
1: got that out of my system. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I think people do that. Yeah, well, but... stop it. Bad, bad wrestler. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. All uh, right,
0: let's get on to number two here. You ready? Okay. Number two, I hope
1: Jay Lethal gets a big-ass push in 2022. I hope he does, too. I hope he does, too. He uh, very much deserves it. A hell of a piece of talent. Got a good look to himself. He can talk. He's got the experience. Um, I don't see any weaknesses in his in his game, you know, so I don't uh, – I think the only thing that holds Jay Lethal back is Jay Lethal, you know, if, if, if he's held back, it's on him, you know, because he – and I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to push, you know, balls to the wall and go hard. Um, let's just see what happens with it. Oh yeah, look
0: TNA um, wasted him for fucking years. Yeah, and the one thing I think we can say that we've learned about him just watching him on TV. He's loyal wherever he's at. He's one hundred percent at you know, and I think that burned him at TNA. It, it I don't know, if I you know, he, I guess he was world champion and in, in a number of things in ROH, but mm-hmm. that just led to him getting fired basically. You know, I mean, along with everybody else. Yeah. So I'm hoping he gets over here and uh he gets a big push and I hope he you know he gets all the all the credit and and glory he deserves as a pro wrestler. Yeah. He's a hell of a talent. You know well, he's he, got some
1: in a lot wait, of ways sorry. he
0: reminds me of a young Ric Flair, Bobby.
1: <laughs> I can see that uh during the woo offs. <laughs> um he uh he's and the thing I was gonna say is he is in a position there that he's surrounded by a lot of talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could, he should be having, um, and I don't take these these matches, people saying someone had a six-star match. Well, to me, it's one through five, and that's that. But I can see him having some four, four-and-a-half, and five-star matches with just about anyone on that roster. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, that'd be awesome to, to see him get the opportunity to do that, and I, I think we will, you know. Yeah. Um, and what we're kind of, you know, to me off your wish list here it it seems to me like um that we haven't mentioned a lot of you know uh new york stuff or wwe stuff but it seems to me like we might have some uh good wrestling to watch in 2022 with ring of honor when they come back with the nwa um Hopefully, like you said, they get on that run, and now here we are talking to AEW. You know, yep. something that just a couple of years ago we're like, well, a couple of guys showed up on this show, and um, you know, I can't remember the name of the show now. Uh, you know, uh, all in or whatever it was. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, so now you know they're they they're, they're going what what? Um, like you said, the NWA's got some different YouTube channels coming up. That's another thing. Uh, you know, AEW does have some. Uh, they're not just you know on on the um, the. Uh, oh no, TV. they their They've got their U- Yeah, they yeah, like got several YouTube channel shows where where that talented can be you know seen. So um, it's a tr- tremendous opportunity for uh, Jay Lethal, and and I think he'll probably make the most of it. I really do. Um, like you said, he's loyal, and um, as I said, he's he's got the, he's got a look, and he's got a shape, and a a, a mind, and um, can work. You know. So. Yeah. Let's see what happened
0: with the guy, man. No, I'm, so. I'm, I'm looking forward to big things with him. I know, I know, like, Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Page aren't like everybody's cup of tea, but imagine what he could do in the ring with those guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You know, I just, I see big things coming, and I hope, I hope I'm right. Um, and then my final, my number one hope for 2022 in pro wrestling, Bobby. Okay. I hope to get out to Kentucky and see some FTC wrestling and finally meet you face to face and go check out uh, the Time Warp.
1: All right. Yeah, go down and see Earl at the Time Warp. Uh, you know, we spoke there at the uh, Bluegrass Wrestling Con uh, about getting you over here. And uh, hope you can make it over here, you know, to the um, uh, tri state area. You mm-hmm. get to see, you know, um, you know, we're right in the uh, Ashland, Kentucky Huntington, West Virginia, Ironton, Ohio. Uh, We're right there in that tri-state area. And hopefully you'll be in and be able to uh, attend a show maybe in all three states. It just depends on the weekend, you know. Um, I know several that took place, you know, like I said, this past weekend, as I mentioned earlier. But yeah, um, get you over here, man. Um, Try not to get you down to the... uh, the Ashland Inn or the Winchester Inn, not not the big new fancy hotel. And I'm talking on the uh, the other side of Lower Ashland down there, buddy. Um. Oh, boy. <laughs> i had to put mark mercedes down there one time i got from australia he said i brought you to australia and put you at the fucking rich carlton and you bring me to ashland and put me right in the middle of crack heaven and then you're <laughs> like, like but, yeah. but this is the nicest place in ashland <laughs> well, at the time it, it, you know you got your own uh, door man not everybody gets we, that we, here we we've got a new new place uh reopened it was uh, uh the delta i guess it was uh uh quality in at one time and they've redone it and anyway there's enough places we can find for you Uh, but also let it be known i do have a futon in the back room oh um, you know me and futons bobby <laughs> so there you go man uh th- that that is available i'm still know, i'm but, still
0: working on the jeremy Vilmer exclusive line of futons for uh, you know, <laughs> you need for, d- for Get- divorcees and college students
1: <laughs> there you go <laughs> run a special on him yeah. now i had uh, gotten rid of some furniture and this and that and uh but i uh Friend of mine, like uh, my my son was going to be coming in from when he was still in the service, and I was like unexpectedly a friend of mine was like here let's go get, let's go get him a futon and put it up for him you know <laughs> you can't expect him to come in here to uh, sleep on a floor and a couch or something you know so and then I've got another set of box springs and a mattress back to two it's just a single that futon though it's it's more like a double man um, you know you you got room for you and cow dog oh there you <laughs> so, go that's that's the important part
0: you know I noticed yeah. uh, Robin Slim they they knew who cow Dog was and I'm like, what is, yep. is she like doing her own tour, like doing <laughs> podcasts and shit right now? Is there something? I on thought someone way?
1: asked you had you thought about getting cowdog an Instagram page? That was yourself. yeah, that was them. They was were that they were them. Asking, okay, yeah, they were okay, asking about sure. that. Yeah, um,
0: if if she were a little more photogenically friendly, I might, but she just likes to chew on shit right now. So <laughs> as she ages, I might start doing that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, like, look, I, uh, I was going to buy all-new furniture, and then I realized, oh, yeah, she'd eat it. So I better
1: wait a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to drop a book plug in here. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned, uh, mentioned Seasons, Athens Greetings is an ebook. I have another ebook book called uh, Megan, Hot Wife on a DL. I'm going to leave it up till February. I looked at it the other day. That way it will be up there for at least a year. Yeah. Um, just kind of, that was just getting in a different genre. Didn't sell a lot of them, but again, it was one of those things where I just wanted to try something different with my writing, creative writing, trying to think outside the box. I've got a short story called Yard Time, uh, and that's about, we ran a professional wrestling show out in the prison yard. That's one. all those are little 299 eBooks, but the uh, the yard time is actually in my second book, which I'll mention is the second. My first book, if you would like to help support this podcast, use these cool links that the professor has provided. And that is go to tinyurl.com slash blaze book one. And that'll take you to pin me, pay me, have boostful travel. And if you look, if you look at the, TinyRL.com slash Book 2 that'll take you to I Kick That On 2, The Educational Wrestler and both those books are available. Um, I think you can still get them in time for Christmas either at a gift to yourself or to gift them to someone. Uh, they're on print on demand and they send out pretty quick, you know, rather quickly so uh, you got a little bit of time left by the time you hear this you got about three or four days before Christmas to get one um, but it doesn't have to be Christmas time to get one. Just, just place your order at tinyroyal.com slash blazebook1 or tinyroyal.com slash blazebook2. And um, check out some of my work there, man. We appreciate it very much. Um, the Yard Time one, uh, the short story, that is in the second book. So it's the chapter five. Uh, the reason I did it that way as a short story is, um, you know, it's the, what? again, uh, Amazon sets the price of, according to the page numbers and the setup of the book, etc. Two ninety nine is not a bad deal for a good little ebook, no, um, but long. I did it and raised some money so I could pay for the formatting um, and a conversion of the complete book. And I, you know, by halfway through, it, I thought, man, I need a little bit of money here. It's going to cost me. I think a time of like forty five dollars for formatting. Uh, about a hundred dollars. It was like a hundred, like another 55 or something for, uh, uh, conversion or what have you. And, um, I knew I had to, you know, I'm like, okay, let me just put this book. I talked to a couple people's helping at the time, um, that had put some books out and they said, this is, you know, clean this up a little bit, you know, rewrite it and make it a short story and then sell it independently and, you know, you'll probably get 100 or $200 out of it. And I honestly don't know what I've made off of it. It's just, like I said, two ninety nine. I get like 2 bucks off each copy. But I I did enough to pay for some formatting and stuff. And then I just, you know, again, I let people know that that is inside the, the bigger book if you want, you know. No use to buy them both is why I was getting that. So, uh, anyway, Jeremy, I didn't have any big, big wish list. I just wanted to tell you um, a couple of stories I was sitting here thinking, uh, we weren't sure exactly what we were going to do with this week's podcast as far as uh, a, a, an idea topic, you know, so uh, we wanted to do something Christmas themed or whatever, and I was like, well, we're we going to look at some of the biggest shows on Christmas Day. I looked at my nose, I looked back on something we had already done something on Christmas last year that was really big shows, it was pretty intense, you know, and I, I was, you know, have some fun with this year, and I was thinking... I wrestled on Christmas several years in a row. Um, Christmas Eve, um, not Christmas Eve, rather Christmas Day and the 26th and the 27th. That's usually the way, especially in Smoky Mountain. And we had what's called Christmas Chaos Tours, you know, and they—they um, they, a lot of shows still call their Christmas show Christmas Chaos. Um, so some call them Seasons Beatings or, you know, different things like that. Yeah. But um, when I was in Smoky Mountain, we did a, the um, Christmas Chaos Tours, and on the um, the 25th, we did a show in Knoxville, Tennessee. The 26th, we were in Johnson City, Tennessee. And the 27th, we were in Barbersville, Kentucky. And that was a Christmas Chaos Tour of 1995. Uh, I know this is, it's, I'm just going to put this out there cold. Do you, do you know who I wrestled on those shows? By, oh. I, I had to double think my thinking about this. And I was like, I have an idea, but it's one of two people. Let me check. And uh,
0: So anyway, okay, I, if I were going to guess, and this is completely cold, I'm not warmed up to this. Yeah, no. I would say Buddy Landell or Chris Candido. Uh,
1: two excellent choices. Two excellent choices. Um, you wouldn't be too far off on either one of those taking place at that time. But we're, you'd be wrong. And I had it down to two people uh, and I didn't have buddy in the picture on that because I had a different time reference with buddy, but I would not have got the second one until I double checked myself. I had to wrestle a fucking 3000 year old mummy. Oh, good Lord. Okay. (laughs) I had to go out there and wrestle the mummy, you know, nothing says um,
0: Christmas like a mummy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, Darrell Van Horn was his manager, you know, Sinister oh, Minister. Yeah. James Mitchell was his manager, yeah. Um, the match is out there somewhere. Um, I, hell, someone put it on, I think it's on the YouTube channel from when Tex put it out there maybe uh, with some commentary. But um, the guy, the mummy, man, he, was a, he was a really good dude. Big Rob um, Masek was his name. Masek, I think, was his last name. Guy from up in the Pittsburgh area. Um, I'd known him. Uh, he worked a lot of Bobby Fulton shows, and he uh, he he wasn't ever the mummy on on, on Bobby shows, but he he did a lot of different characters on Bobby shows, like I did as well. With Bobby, have a full um, several full body outfits with different masks, and everyone wrestle. You know, at least twice on the show. You know, you might open a show up and then come back in a main event in a captain's match and different things. But I knew Rob from there, and you know he had this big old glom of Looked like he's rolling toilet paper. It's a, you know, just a big old thing. And I'd go up and hit him. And when I did, of course, uh, that, the baby powder or talcum powder or something would poof out, you know, like the dust of the old rags, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was, uh, uh, you know, it was fun, but it's like, you know, he, he, I'm glad to have a job here, and yeah, would I be wrestling Candido, and making a more athletic match? Would I be wrestling Buddy and and making a really competitive match? Uh, you know, and and many other people there, but but Corny brought him in, and from my understanding, of course, that's because um, uh, shit, draw the blank. Help me out, there, Jeremy. Wanted wanted to mumble on the show because this fan from California, uh, Rick. Um, damn it! <laughs> Don't the guy, the money man, shit. A oh, uh,
0: okay. Now I'm going to forget it, too. It's the music producer.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm drawing a complete Did all blank. the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> yes, albums. Yes, and Johnny Did Johnny Cash. Cash's last yeah. album. Yes. Uh, shit, why am I drawing a blank? Anyway, yeah, someone did. at home yelling it right now. Yeah, he did Johnny Cash's <laughs> last five albums, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, okay. But um, anyway, uh, um, that's why we had The Mummy on there. And so, uh, and Corny knows... Uh, it, he had, he knew who to put with who. He he just yeah. had a way about that. And uh, he knew I wouldn't mind doing it, and he, he knew I wouldn't mind even putting the guy over, which I didn't. Uh, because, first of all, the guy's 3,000 years old. Um, he moved rather slow, so I got to do all my athletic moves around him. Um, that worked. And also he had the side distraction of a manager that ran his mouth so I could be distracted from him. And um, he had this – I'll say a uh, uh, Bob Wharton-type cast on one arm, okay? But it was camouflaged with the white, you know, the 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 costume was, you know, white. Like I said, it looked like toilet paper, with the rags hanging off, et cetera. But what he would do, he would put his right arm up, and, of course, I'd be distracted, and he would spin the gimmick on his arm, like a mechanical, turn it around to where it had a hard side, like a cast, it's cast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um And I'd turn around, feed into it, and glom them. And I didn't take, like, a wrestler's bump on that. I just went, like, straight down, like almost like you'd see the old cartoon where, you know, uh, someone gets hits on the head and they go straight into the ground, you know. He would glom me on the top of the head or the side of the head, and I'd just go straight down like a sack of rocks just into the bottom of a well. And then he'd drop down and, you know, pin me one, two, or three, or what have you. But that was our Christmas chaos of of that year, 95. And I was like, I better tell everyone what about that story too um have you come up with a name yet Fred <laughs> <No, laughs> really? I, 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 I quit because
0: um, I it's I, I'm gonna fuck it up now no matter what um okay, either, Rick, okay I gotta look it up producer better red look hot. it up man red hot he
1: was Tom Petty guy too yeah oh, Rick Rubens damn it Rick Rubens go. I didn't have to look it up I don't know why I drew a blank on that but yeah he um he apparently you know uh Wanted that as part of the show. He wanted a monster on the show, you know, and um, that's what they came up with. Um, and I guess he had watched, you know, wrestling in LA or um, you know when he was young, and or even caught some of the Luchador stuff. Where they already had, you know, some kind of a a monster down there, you know, just. I don't know where it came from, but, you know, if that's what the boss is suggesting, then, you know, surely you can satisfy, you know, the boss, you know. Um, as far as Rick Rubin goes, I I'd, I'd got my W-2s from out on Olympic Drive in uh, uh, Beverly Hills, California uh, each year. But uh, meeting him, I think he came to Johnson City one time and um, – I, this guy walking around with cornet for beard, and uh, I don't think he uh, made himself known, and I don't think the boys, you know, it, none of us really like knew 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 who he was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think he was there. Uh, uh, he was just checking on things, or wanted, maybe wanted to see the show. I don't. I don't know what he. You know, I, I just I heard he was in Johnson City, but. I saw a guy, and I couldn't tell you to this day, I I think it was him from from what I remember and what I've seen him look like, you know, but um, but as far as I know, he just pretty much, you know, stayed away from uh, uh, the product. and I, I think I think I even heard Cornette say he came in and you know the guys didn't the boys didn't know he was there you know mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if he came in for a whole loop or if he just came to the Johnson City show or or, or what have you you know but um, yeah Rick Rubin how the fuck I forgot that name uh, in fact he was just on um, Mark Maron uh, FT, uh, FTW what the fuck I mean um, podcast just about a month or two ago so uh Fucking genius man's what he is. But um anyway, that's why if it came from a genius and I had to go out there and do the job, might as well do it at Christmas Chaos, you know. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. Yeah. So, um and with that said, I do have to say we've got a uh if you come in February <laughs> might not be the best year last year in February, we had no power for several, <laughs> some people, several weeks, some people, several days out here, um, because we had this bizarre ice storm and the transformers went out. Um, anyway, this February, the 12th, FTC is going to have a show called my way and the time works with them. And it's going to be a, a big show. Um, during that, they are announcing every week, um, for the next couple of weeks, who's going to be on a show about releasing every piece of talent, uh, until they're ready to put the whole show together. Um, <clears throat> I just know that, uh, I won't go into details, but there's about six people from WWE and AEW that you're going to see on there. Um, the names I can tell you right now are, uh, Eric Redbeard is going to be there, um, and what he round what he was he was with uh uh WWE, he was with uh the, the gimmick um Bray Wyatt for a while, yeah. right? Yeah. So so he's he's wrestling. Uh and they've released um uh Jordan uh, Jordan Grace is gonna be there. The bodybuilder, muscle builder girl that looks so thick and I mean, I saw her the other day on her Twitter. She's bench-pressing like 225, five or six times.
0: I've seen her her do some slams and stuff to other uh, female... It's like watching the Steiners when they were doing good and they were doing those power moves that really nobody else could pull off because they could literally... Pick somebody up and just put them wherever you want them. And she's
1: like that. Uh, A little bit privier than the Steiners, but yeah. (laughs) I saw highlights of her matches. She was in a triple threat match at uh, WrestleCade. And, of course, the people from Time Warp and... and, uh, f t c several people got to go down and watch her uh at at the wrestlecade this year i I saw the highlights and man she was just killing these couple other girls and it looked so i mean it looked good it just yeah. it really did and i like oh man i I hope they sign her and bring her in and um they they are so that 's two names I can tell you off the top of my head Jock Sampson will be there um He's got to finally defend that FTC title, I guess, you know. that's.
0: They're giving in how uh, huh? they're just going to accept him as champion. Yeah.
1: So, um, also, um, uh, Matt Cross is going to be there. Dude, I um, that Matt Cross, you know, I, I should
0: have put that on my wish list, too. Number six, I hope Matt <laughs> Cross gets a push somewhere this
1: year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here you go. He's legit. He's fun to watch. He pulls off some moves that are just amazing. Um. Good look. You know, sharp yeah. style in the ring. But I mean, just the way he moves in the ring is outstanding.
1: Yeah. Very talented man. Very yeah. talented. And so that's some of the names right now. It's going to be there. Um. As, after we come back, I'm sure they'll be released in the next two or three weeks. Every name is going to be on air um it's going to be a fun show it's going to be at the boyd county community center so we use you know usually it's the ronet theater that's not available uh, so we're coming to the kentucky side right here in my backyard and uh we, you know it's going to be at boyd county community center it's right off the uh, main highway that runs from uh, west virginia through kentucky uh six i-64 right there it's not too far from ironton um it's not too you know it's right here in it's still the tri-state area we just we're skipping a state. You know, we're coming from Ohio to Kentucky. Um, so I hope we do really, really good, or the company does. I, you know, I'm just I'm just going to be there watching the show and, and just be a, glad to be, you know, part of watching some live action, action wrestling. You know, Jeremy? I, yes, uh, sir. I've missed that. Um, but um, um, that's going to be the first show I guess I go to unless, um, believe it or not, when you and I a couple weeks ago were on here, and I said, who is that calling me? And I said, oh, I know that number. And I don't know if I told you or not. It was Charles Robinson. So you told, I spoke to Charles. Yeah,
0: you told me. You hadn't told the listeners. Okay. So yeah,
1: yeah, that's what was sure. I thought we went off there. Yeah, so my phone was ringing several weeks back, right as we had finished up the podcast. And I noticed the number, and I'm like, ah, I... I was like, new number, who dish, you know? <laughs> but uh, but I had an idea who it was because of the area code. And uh, sure enough, it's Charles Robinson, and he was in Charleston. And we were wrapping up about 4 o'clock, our time out here, and he said, yes, it's Charles, what did you delete delete my number? And I said, no, no, sir, new phone, like I said. And he goes, uh, are you coming to the show tonight? And um, I go, are you in Charleston? He goes, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, man, he goes, it's, it's, um, I think it was a five o'clock show and he goes, I got to put my matches together next little bit. And I said, well, you're an hour away. And, um, he's Well, I'm here. And I'm like, well, maybe next time, because honestly, uh, I had two people in mind. I probably could have called and they would have swung by and got me and we could have got there. Um, you know, we'll call and got a couple of tickets and, sure. and went in. Um, but I, I just didn't make the call to either person. Uh, I told them both, I said, you know, would I said, would you have done this? And they were both like, Yeah, yeah. You know, uh but I, I just you and I had finished up and I should I would have probably had to shower and shave and you know, someone would have had to come pick me up. We might have missed, you know, the first forty five minutes or so. Oh, I, said, I hey, our drive our drive up there, hang out. He's gonna be ready to leave the building after the show if he even you know sticks around and eats dinner or whatever. So I like yeah. So if that said the WWE is coming to, uh, I start to say Ashland, but the tri-state, they're coming to Huntington. Uh, used to be the Huntington Civic Center. Does some corporation bought them now. I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, uh, I'm going to try my best. If um, if one of the Armstrongs are there, I'm going hopefully, I don't think either one of them are working outside of Florida right now. But um, I'm thinking Charles will be on that Sunday loop uh, because where he, he comes out of uh, North Carolina, you know. And I'm like, hey, i tell you what. I may, Jeremy, I may go see a WWE event next month, just telling you. Oh, if wow. if, if everything falls into place, um, I've talked to someone about it, and um, I'm going to get a hold of Charles. Make sure and, the
0: tickets are free.
1: Well, that's – I'm going to ask, you know, if, if Charles <laughs> is going to be there, I'm going to ask politely – can I come in and back? And there's probably not a lot of people I know there anymore because the last time I went, I only knew Dustin and um, uh, Kane and a couple others. You know, and I, of course, I knew Scott Armstrong and, and and Charles. I was their guest. So if I can't do that, i, I just say, well, I would like to maybe. Um, Could you leave me a couple of tickets? That we'll call. So um, I, I'm going to I'm going to work on that man. Uh, I think it'd do me some good to get out and see a good house show. Oh, I think uh, so but, too. But I'm just going to play it by ear right now. I did want to put that out there. I, I finally heard the commercial uh, last night. Actually, um, someone had already told me it's coming, but they said, yeah, they're already playing a commercial on radio. And I heard it last night. So I like once I heard it, I'm like, I didn't doubt who told me. I was just like, okay, uh, I'm going to throw that out there today too. So maybe the first show of the year, I'll get to go to a WWE house show. No guarantee on that. And then also, like I said, February 12th, you know, FTC Boyd County community center, going to be a big big show to start off the new year man um with that jeremy i need to tell all the people out there uh happy holidays uh merry christmas season's fucking greetings to all of you (laughs) so uh yeah hope hope you get every wish you desire every gift you desire and if you believe in christmas i hope you have a very very nice christmas Uh, you know i mean that sincerely so I, I guess you should have said, if you believe in Santa, may you get every wish, you know, however, however you work, whatever your gimmick is. Yeah, whatever's gone. Yeah.
0: Who, who are we to judge? You, know?
1: <laughs> you uh, know,
0: some people believe in Krampus, some in Santa, some in Father Christmas. You know, who, who are we to say otherwise?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's good just to have, um, just try to, it's, the holidays aren't for everyone. Uh, some people hate the holidays, um, but hopefully... You get through the season, and you move on. But hopefully, if you got a good spirit, you know, hopefully you, um, again, just uh, get through the damn thing.
0: <laughs> That's really the trick, isn't it? That's really yeah, the trick.
1: Yeah, I think so, man. Yeah. I think so. I uh, plan on having, I ordered me a nice meal uh, for my sons and myself, and um, hopefully a couple other people may stop by. And um, I've bought a couple gifts here and there, and uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm already having a good Christmas year, to be honest with you. Um, I've had just one small little setback that you and I spoke about off the air there. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, man, I'm going to try to keep my head up and get through this thing oh, again. Yeah.
0: And, and Bobby, remember, penicillin will take care of that little problem anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, now, come on now. A little bit more serious than that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, I've got some stuff for my grandson, and I'll see, I'll see, you know, him and his dad over at my mom's probably Wednesday night. So I'm looking forward to that. I know my mom bought a prime rib for dinner Thursday or Friday. I'm not sure which night she's nice. serving it. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's gonna be me and Cowdog drinking eggnog.
1: There you go. Uh, maybe... I got my granddaughter some gifts, and I ordered a ham, a six pound ham, and has two pounds of. Potatoes, green beans, cranberry sauce, gravy, stuffing, the whole... Two, two pounds of all those gimmicks in a pot. Awesome.
0: That sounds good. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, no cooking it. Just put the some of a bitch on the table, and there you go. Eat it. Well, you know?
0: that's kind of the nice side about ham, is that that's kind of the case anyways. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you get an uncured one, you're just like, heat that fucker up for two hours, we're ready to go. You know, that's, yep. that's the plus to ham. Yeah. Um, you know, it was the thing I was going to bring up here. It's like, I... And Bobby, you know me, I'm a fairly skeptical guy, I don't believe in much, and uh, I don't know if I've ever told you, but I believe in Bigfoot, which is like this really weird th- I can't even make sense with my own head, right? Okay. So, so I'm doing some Christmas shopping the other day on Amazon, because it's it's a godsend for that sort of thing. Absolutely. And I see that there is a Dr. Squatch line of soap, right? And I'm not really paying attention, but it's like, oh, yeah, it smells like pine needles in a forest fire or some bullshit. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's try it out, you know. So it gets here, and I'm unpacking stuff and trying to keep, you know, all killing stuff from one place and, you know. And I look at the invoice and realize I paid 11 fucking dollars for a bar of soap. You know, fuck Bigfoot, I don't trust that son of a bitch anymore. No wonder he's so <laughs>
1: goddamn blurry, he's ripping people off all the time. He doesn't want to be seen. That's right, man. Yeah. Yeah, Bigfoot is blurry. That's the old Mitch Edbard joke, you know. That's it, yeah. Not the photographer. Bigfoot's blurry. (laughs) That's it. That is it. Yeah, so did you smell like a... A woolly oh. old mammoth monster or you pine what, it, needles or it, what the it,
0: fuck? It smells really nice, actually. It it really does, but it doesn't smell eleven dollars worth of nice, you know. I heard but, that,
1: man. Yeah,
0: my, my regular body wash that I get from the Dollar Shave Club every other month it just shows up here like magic that I never have to worry about. It smells like yeah. cedar and mint. It's just as nice, and I think it's four bucks.
1: There you go. Yeah. I use Lever 2000
0: <laughs> Oh yeah. Is that the gritty one? Is that the,
1: like you got no. glue on your hands, this'll take it nope. off. Okay. No, it's not. This is just this is just a good mild soap, man. It's something I came on and stuck with it, you know. Like, okay, this is this. Is, I find something, I stay with it, man. Oh, I'm
0: I'm kind of the same way. I like I buy deodorant in ten packs, yeah, you know, or six packs. I get like two of them at a time, so
1: I've got like a yeah. year's worth of deodorant every time I buy. I For, did the uh, same thing. With my deodorant and my aftershave and my shaving cream I got online on Amazon and I ordered like. Uh, four of each I'm like
0: okay that's that's good yeah you know what it's I'm, I'm actually trying different aftershaves right now because i've worn stetson since i was old enough to shave so like since 14 okay and yeah. i'm just like okay so what else is there so i'm actually gonna try i've got some stuff coming i'm gonna try a lotion with a cologne instead of just a scented aftershave i'm gonna try okay. a two-step thing here
1: so yeah and we're
0: gonna okay. see how this works if i if i get really bad fucking razor burn coming up though we know why
1: yeah oh man well let's get off here man yep Merry Christmas wrestling fans see you at the matches
0: that's it season's greetings everybody for the late Tex Johnson myself Professor Jeremy Vollmer this noisy little dog who's been playing fucking keep away with me the whole time we've been recording cow dog and myself Professor Jeremy Vollmer plus Arn Anderson's favorite enhancement talent even though he
1: was trained by Virgil Billy Blaze bye bye everybody